0: Hello, Jane. Hey, Isa. <laughs> We're the teens. Under the bleachers.
1: We live 16. We're hanging under the bleachers. Hello,
0: Jane. Hey, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, a movie
1: called Chemical Hearts that I don't think anyone else I know other than Jane noticed coming out <laughs> no no one's seen it except no one for understands us. what we're talking about ever um but first jane you had an encounter story that follows on a previous story you've told on the pod.
0: that's because i only talk about my dog the only things i, I do, the only thing i do is walk <laughs> my dog anyway and this made me sad Issa said i shouldn't be sad but i'm sad i was walking my dog and there's always these two girls that are like Jake! I remember Jake! And I'm like excited to see them. But today they did their usual where they they were like running over like, Jake! And then they like paused and looked at me and they looked really scared and they were just like, why do you look like that? (laughs) They were like, is that you? Like they thought I was not the right owner or something like that. And it was really upsetting. What
1: were you wearing? Were you wearing something different?
0: No, I always look like a freak on the walks because I hate the sun. And so I always, like, cover up everything. I wear sunglasses. I wear a hat. And what's funny is one of the little girls was like, she's wearing a hat. That's why. And I was like, yeah, I'm wearing this silly hat. But, like, I always wear a hat. Your bucket hat? No, actually, I bought a nice plain yellow non-branded hat. That they didn't like now it. That is my hat. No, they didn't like it.
1: Not approved by the children. <sighs> It's okay. I think like generally you're probably serving a good purpose which is to save these people these children from boredom and like any person I saw on the street that I recognized was an interesting feature in my life at that age yeah. I feel
0: like. Especially in the summer like what else so you're are just, they doing? just like, a cool like side character to their story. I felt very much like a side character and I still do. Okay. <laughs> what was your teen what was your teen story? Um, I did have a teen
1: story this week so uh, I have a car in New York, crazy, etc. And we street park it and once a week we have to move it for the cleaners for the street cleaners. And on days where I work from home which is very lucky, I can just like sit in the car because they tell you what time it's going to come by. You move it out of the way for the street cleaner and then you move it back where you're supposed to. So I was parked in a spot with two spots. I moved the car out of the way. The street cleaner came and before I could come back in another car like pulled up and parked in one of the two spots like parallel parking two spots but like right in the middle like sort of taking up both no and i was like no there's two spots there so i got out of the car (laughs) immediately saw that it was like this middle-aged man and his like large teen son (laughs) who just looked like very sweaty and like i don't know like wholesome and like milk fed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they both looked very afraid of me walking up to them. I would I wonder if they're not from New York. Anyway, but I was but- about to say that. <laughs> I walk up and I'm like, "Hey, there's two spots if you want to back up." And the dad's like, "Oh, okay." And he lets me park in the spot in front of him. But because it's parallel parking and in New York City, if you've seen that like uh crazy picture someone posted of cars really close together parallel park- parked That's just what happens. You just have to make, like, an 80-point turn to get out. It just happens, okay? Like, people are trying to park. So I park the car and get out and start walking home, and the dad still has his windows down and, like, very loudly is like, well, how am I supposed to leave now? And he tells his teen son, like, hey, go out and stand there and, like, watch me. And I'm like, watch you do what? I thought you were parking. Oh, my God. Wait, he (laughs) wanted to get out? I don't. I don't know. I I think he was. I don't know what he wanted his son to watch. But the son, like, got out, very clearly knew I was still there hearing everything. So just, like, looked at me really uncomfortably and was like, (laughs) like, clearly just caught between two people he's afraid of. And I just walked away because I was like, you know what? He can figure that out. He'll get out. He'll be able to
0: get out. It's his fault if he wanted to get out because the obvious solution was he could get out and you could just park.
1: Yeah. I don't really understand what he was trying to do if he was trying to be like, well, let me try to maneuver so I'm like perfectly in the middle of the two cars now. I don't know. But the teen son was wearing um, like, you know, when people wear like a pretty bright blue colored shirt and then he was wearing pretty bright
0: salmon colored shorts. <laughs> so, wow. Like- <laughs> It was like a color bomb. Nice. Honestly, it's hard for me to imagine anyone being scared of you. Me too. But they definitely (laughs) were because I think they thought I was just going to come out and
1: yell at them. And if they had taken like one spot, I probably would have. I didn't really have anything to lose today. (laughs) Just today? (laughs) Today I was just feeling like I could have gone off on them, maybe. (laughs) I was like, I live right there. I can do whatever I want. This is my block. (laughs)
0: Let me listen them to the sound of my block.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Jane, do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's actually time for roll call. Roll
0: call! <laughs> who do we have today? Emily says, I was Ooh. an overachiever teen. I was a valedictorian slash theater kid who was also on student council and ran cross country. Parentheses, which let's be honest, no one cared about. I cared about it,
1: Emily. I would have cared about you. Welcome to the Bleacher Teens, Emily. Teen Issa would have uh, probably been friends with you, honestly. I feel like a lot of people were paying attention to um, who was going to which college at my school. <laughs> um, But I also would have bonded with you over theater and probably been jealous of like any roles you got that I didn't or something like that or singing things. How about you, Jane?
0: Yeah, we would have been in the same crowd probably because I was also an overachiever and I was the Salutatorian of my high school. <gasps> and so I guess I would have been We weren't you two. Don't yeah, we have that in common? That's something we
1: have in common. Actually, at graduation, they had the valedictorian and salutatorian walk together. I don't know if that's true for you. Walk together? <laughs> like Where? walk like walk to the stage. Or sorry, like go one after the other instead of going alphabetically. Oh, interesting. Like walk in together, sit together, and then like oh, go that on stage. Oh, Yeah, no, so I can I sit to, with my
0: friends. <laughs> I had to give a speech. Ooh. Wait, yeah. so both of you gave a speech? We did.
1: Oh. No, was I don't better.
0: know. Yeah, I don't know. Some people <laughs> some people might have told me that. Some, Someone's
1: mom oh! might have told me that. Well, Emily would have given yours, and then you would have given a better one.
0: <laughs> anyway, Emily, we would have been friends. Because guess what? I want to be friends with Emily today. Okay. Issa. How do people get their names read on roll call? <laughs> Great question, Jane. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon at
1: patreon.com/under the bleachers pod and if you are lucky, we will DM you on there or just text you <laughs> to ask you what type of teen you were. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. And we want more we want more teens to ask, so definitely. I mean, you can be an adult. So definitely um subscribe. I you you also can vote for movies like this one sometimes. Jane, yeah. why d- why did we pick this movie?
0: Um we picked this movie Lily because Reinhard- Lily Reinhardt, <laughs> we wanted to talk about a movie that featured a disabled character. Okay. <laughs> also, that's true, right? <laughs> She's laughing also at me. Also what? Also what? The male lead is in uh, paper. a lot of things plains, Paper, paper Towns. Towns. Yes. <laughs> uh
1: he is in Austin Abrams is from Paper Towns. He's also in a teen show we have interviewed called Dash and Lily. Oh right. That came out um and he is also in Euphoria. He has a very different role in Euphoria where he like There's a very explicit scene with him, and I can't really like watch this
0: actor without thinking of that. Wait, I don't really remember it. Is he the one who? He's Cat's love interest. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's he's we're he's a really good actor. He's a good
1: actor. Um, this movie is made or directed by uh a guy named Richard Tan, um, who is best known for uh his critically acclaimed debut film, which was South Side with You. Did you hear about this, Jane? I don't know what that is. It is like a film that's the first date of Obama, of the Obamas. I almost said of Obama and Obama. (laughs) Whatever. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, it's supposed to be like a film retelling of their first date as young people. I never saw it, but I remember when it came out. Um, So he became sort of famous for that, and everyone was really happy, And then, um, but also, this is a book, correct? Yes. It is a young adult novel called Our Chemical Hearts by Mm -hmm. Crystal Sutherland. And then when it became a movie, they were like, drop the hour. It's just chemical (laughs) hearts. It's cleaner that way. Um, uh, I was looking for any info about this book. It's not that like a big YA franchise or anything. Um, but I found a review that said, you know, like, this this book, like, bills itself as not your average love story, and the, the, <laughs> the person who's writing this review says, I personally was hooked by the premise that the love interest, Grace Towns walks with a cane and wears male-coated
0: clothing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think? Is this... <sighs> I mean, that's what again. That's why we picked this movie because we wanted to feature someone with a disability and who wears male-coded. But clothing. like, I wouldn't say she does that for like gender reason. No, not at all. This is that's an and it's also like um, when you watch the when you watch like I obviously I don't know how it's described in the book, but when you watch the movie, you don't even necessarily pick up on it. Like, I truly didn't like read that as a thing I'll, until yeah. the end. I also think women can wear car hearts. Okay, I'm also gonna shave <laughs> you this.
1: I'm gonna Excuse me? I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share with you.
0: <laughs> Shave me.
1: I'm gonna share with you this comment that I found on the book review. And I'd like you to read this this comment and this reply by Sky. Can you see it?
0: I can see it. Okay, so Sky, <laughs> this was a uh, in November 18. November 18th, 2016, at 1228 p.m. She says, Well, thanks for saving me from this book. Bleh And then Maddie on December 5th says, It's not a bad book in my opinion. Maybe (laughs) reread.
1: I just love the energy of maybe reread. Okay, Austin Abrams said when he first read the Chemical Hearts script, our lead actor, he said, I feel like there's a real story there. People really dealing with some issues. Um. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. But he did. <laughs> he did say like Lily. Oh, this is for you. He did say like Lily was a producer on it and like what? was very very involved. Like some people Ooh. just say they're producers and like they're not yeah, really. They you get the, the you credit. get the money. Mm-hmm. But she like actively like worked together and like wanted the person who made South Side with you to be the director and writer. Like she convinced him to do it. Oh. And like, I guess really liked the book. And just like, yeah, she like was very active and like liked her. it a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um and so Lily Reinhart from Riverdale is who we're talking about. Uh Betty from Riverdale. Um who
0: I think both of us are very attracted to. <laughs> I really like her, and I also think she's a star. Like I think she's I think good. She's I also, really talented.
1: I also like. I'm almost surprised that she hasn't taken off a little more because Veronica from Riverdale, Cami Mendez. I feel like she's gotten some like side roles in other movies,
0: but like, the she... acting isn't there. Like no, yeah, to her, yeah. love her but, but like, like
1: that's why I'm like Betty should be. I mean that's not her name. <laughs> Oh my god
0: team betty <laughs> i think okay here's what i think lily reinhardt is on a slightly more serious acting path she was in hustlers i mean that, i literally haven't re- i haven't even read her wikipedia page so i shouldn't be saying this but i see her as someone who's taking on more serious roles and Camilla
1: mm-hmm. mendez like yeah.
0: she was in the perfect date which we are going to talk about in the future and and like these kind of yeah roles where she just sort of looks pretty teen role should we jump in yeah okay (laughs) you're like i'm done i'm done okay
1: no wait she's also in um she's the sister in um palm springs
0: oh that's a really good movie but even that is like a a comedy but like
1: i'm like why not yeah anyway anyway why not
0: lily okay henry wants to be a writer but has nothing to write about because he is a generic wealthy white dude then he meets Grace, a new student who walks with a cane and wears baggy clothes. Mail-coated clothes. <laughs> Grace and Henry are appointed as editors of their school paper, although Grace doesn't seem interested in the job or in Henry. When Henry misses his bus, he ends up walking home with Grace, and she gives him a book of poetry. Once they reach her house, she offers him a ride, although she makes him drive and then leaves her car at his house. Later, a mysterious man comes to pick up Grace's car. Henry ends up walking home with Grace twice more and eventually asks her to come in. She says no, but later brings him to an, imba- an abandoned factory that has a koi pond, which they wade into. Grace <laughs> shares that she was in a car accident, and it's clear she is sad. <laughs> uh, the first line is, you are never more alive than when you were a teenager. Yep. I wrote that down and also when I heard it I went, "Oh no!" <laughs> Should that be like the slogan of our podcast? I said that this movie is is like the thesis of our podcast. Like this <laughs> this movie really checks checks the box. You can be handicapped and still find love. No, she's
1: not even. Okay, I wrote that. Okay, the there's some other characters that are also introduced, right? His two best friends that he flashes. Yep. Like really quickly in the start. Um, and what I think is that together with his best friends, the three of them make up the three types of like pop music aesthetics, which is like normie oh. white boy, really Ooh. cool
0: queer black girl and Ed Sheeran. <gasps> That's really good. Okay, the, the best <laughs> friend made me think of a term which I'm defining as okay, uh, BBF, which is black best friend. A, okay. a role that we're seeing yes. a lot in these movies. She's very she, 20, post-2018. She is also a lesbian, which is nice, so you can fit in some queer stuff, too. Yes. Um, th- These characters are not important in the movie uh, or the story, but I didn't find them offensive at all, especially because everyone in this movie is really good at acting. Um, yeah, they like, do a good job. I, I do think it's nice that he has friends at all, although we don't actually see him confide in them at any point or really share what he's going through with them so they sort of don't matter yeah there's sort of like a random
1: um i agree with you that a black best friend is a type that we will all that we will see over and over they sort of just like have her have a random storyline like uh like see more queer romance storylines but it's like it's it's literally just a side storyline that has no relation to the rest of the story. So like yeah. it truly it truly just feels like someone else's other like plot line that they stuck in there. So whatever. I do think like something else about black best friend characters in teen movies is that they're always like super like aesthetically hip. Like mm. they just put a lot of cool accessories on them and I wanna be like <laughs> just let them be normal. Like <laughs> Let them have less effort in their appearance because I feel like that girl and also the her love interest um, are the same. They're just like both very interesting looking like teens in the sense that they accessorize every item that they touch. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, they're very colorful
0: but- <laughs> compared to. The, the the leads who like I don't I couldn't tell you one thing that Henry the main character wears, like just t shirts. Mm, yeah, he just wears whatever. Which again, it's my
1: pop music thesis. They really try to make Lily ugly, but she's so gorgeous. Sorry. They just try to have her have a car heart and then like I think they just like fucked up her
0: hair. Like it looks really unhealthy in some of it, but she still looks yeah, great. They have her so she has dyed hair. Maybe it's like sort of let her they sort of let her dyed hair like or her own hair. Her, her roots. Her roots. Her own like, her, her own <laughs> <hair>. <laughs> <laughs> They have her roots grow in and then they put her in a ponytail. Her own hair. Okay. I did really like seeing Grace's fake Instagram because Henry kind of stalks her and we see That's her fair. looking pretty and like she doesn't have a cane yet. And I feel like if I didn't. Okay. I a job that I would like to have is someone who works in movies and TV and does stuff like make people's fake Instagrams and make sets where you just like put pens mm. and cups on desks. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, fun. But that's sort of just that's not really related. Um were how are you feeling at the at the start of this movie? Like were you like I I like this vibe or were you like huh? Um, I was like, also, oh no,
1: at the voiceover, but I think I was okay with it. I, my question was like, I feel like I always cringe now when there's like teens who like poetry in teen movies. Yeah. But I don't know if that's just because like it's natural to look at what poetry teens like and feel like cringe about it. And so my question was like, did you like any poetry in high school and like how cringe were you about it? Cause like I, I remember being like a very bookworm teen, but I don't think I was super into poetry. Um, yeah.
0: No, I never liked poetry. I don't like poetry and <laughs> but I was the co-editor in chief of my school newspaper. <gasps> and so something that did stick out to me about this movie is that these people are really earnest writers and like and I sort of want to ask them if they know what journalism is because, yeah, they seem more create like creative. I, and I had the same comment. I was like,
1: I don't like the confusing of like being a poet with like being into journalism. I think it's very different from be- like I think a journalism teen would
0: be very different from like a deep teen. You know? exactly I mean and that's obviously stupid but like that's exactly how I feel and like looking back at my high school I'm like they there were two types of teens like yeah ugh. yeah um, absolutely but
1: you know I, but whatever I, I was like letting it pass right then yeah Um, my m- I was gonna ask if there was a leadership position or anything like that you were hoping you'd get but it sounds like you got it on, I, like- was,
0: I did uh, yeah Unfortunately, was it always I did shared or no so let's see was the position always shared or was it sometimes no, one? No, I don't think so, but I remember that, so Adrian was <laughs> the other editor. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I think I mentioned Adrian almost as much as I mentioned Jake, my dog, Um, but I remember that like both of us were very involved with other things, and so they were like, we'll, we'll make both of you editor-in-chief, and then like together you can- To split the workload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What so it you? wasn't
1: like this where it was competitive. No. I so <laughs> when I was at my first high school in the Philippines, I thought I was going to be on the paper and like be next in line in senior year or maybe even junior year to do it. And then I moved schools and like mm. I remember like obviously there was a lot of like bigger stuff happening like oh my god I'm gonna move school for the first time I'll have to like completely change my social life but sort of like the little thing I was fixating on was like oh I was like lining things up to be the editor and then when I moved I was kind of like I don't really want to like play the game and like sort of have to compete with someone else who's trying to do it so like I just let it go but I did get Um, you know like try to do leadership things in clubs and stuff like that and in my high school there was a weird thing where the science departments all collaborated and they picked like the top students in like the bio, the chem and the physics classes and then they had us like put together the climate, the like carbon footprint of the school based on data that like all the other science classes um, like uh, collected so I got to hang out with like a bunch of people who were like the top science kids and they were surprisingly all really cool. <laughs> like that's very it felt specific. Like the premise for a movie. It just felt weird cuz they were like you have the day off. You I can't remember, maybe there were like 4 or 5 of us, less than 10. They're like you guys have the day off, like you're just going to like here is here's like the data that the other people collected for Earth Day. It's your project to like figure out how to do it and like you guys will present it. To and the so school? And it, so it felt weird. Um, I think it was more to just like the parents and stuff. Like it wasn't oh, the Oh, so school. they were n- free labor. So it was free labor, yeah. Okay, gotcha. But something about like, it, it was weirdly like, okay, we're trusting you. I was like, what? <laughs> but, you know, we sort of just made shit up. It's just adding the shit that other people collected. So it was fine. And like multiplying by like number of school buses. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why um, um, the the, the,
0: g- the gulf, some gulf is going to stop being a golf, right. right. Yep. Okay. Right. You knew yep. what I meant. Gulf. Um gulf. I was nervous about the earnestness at, at first as well, but it really didn't make me uncomfortable like a lot of movies do, and I, I felt super engaged, and I think it's partly because the movie is just really well shot, and there's not like... an distracting music and all the actors are good so you don't have to be Mm, worried about that so just like everything else is going well enough that like I wasn't thrown off by it I was thrown off by them taking their shoes off before going (laughs) into that pond I was like you're gonna get tetanus
1: yeah I was like how hot would a person have to be to get me into this fish pond rather than just like walking around it looking at the fish right like you can't you can also experience how cool the fish pond is
0: not getting into it they fully went up and waited she's wearing it's like it's insane to me (laughs) and so they're like we're gonna hang out for at least (laughs) another two hours but I want to get my jeans sopping wet And just get like a rash, probably, Um, and just be uncomfortable.
1: Koi are really hard to take care of, and I had a koi. um, At one point, we had a koi in a fish pond, and he, we were like, we had so many instructions and like how to make it grow big, Uh. and he jumped out of the pond, essentially committing suicide. (gasps) He jumped out and like suffocated. Aww. like he that would be like someone drowning themselves. Uh so yeah, they're they're hard, <laughs> Thank you they're, for hard.
0: That. they're hard to, you know, they're hard to take care of. Yeah, they probably believe. not in an abandoned factory.
1: Yeah, also what, was shot what, what is the factory? The okay. Oh, I would say the earnestness didn't bother me at this point but it sort of went
0: like downhill from here oh really okay yeah. i think i knew i knew i had a feeling that we had different takes on this movie. <gasps> okay, okay i going. will say wait no i do oh. have one last thing which is speaking of earnestness um what's her name grace is standing out of the point koi pond staring <laughs> at the stars and she's like waxing poetic about some bullshit and she's like people are just the ashes of dead stars oh, and God. like she <laughs> is so sad Okay, that's all I, I have felt. To say. Yeah,
1: I yeah that that makes sense. Again, very <laughs> different from someone who she allegedly like worked on the paper at her old school,
0: right? Anyway, not what I pictured. All right, we can keep going. Henry follows Grace to a cemetery. After some googling, he learns that Grace's boyfriend was driving the car from her accident and died. Back at school, the newspaper is working on coming up with the theme for its final fun issue grace suggests that it should be about teenage limbo and the pain of youth on their walk home grace says someone she cared about died but she hadn't been able to write a eulogy until then she had been turning down henry's invites to hang but agrees to go to a halloween party she also goes into henry's house where she learns about his hobby fixing broken vases they kiss (laughs) but when henry plays a song that grace always has on in her car she runs out saying that she's fucked up and not just one of his vases Okay. The moment we learn about his vase hobby, I like I I knew the metaphor that would happen. Like I I full, I I wrote that down into my notebook when this happened. I went back and I put a check mark next to it. The the other thing that I sort of noticed was like okay, so the vases for the
1: people who haven't seen this movie, it's like some. Is he I think he says Japanese like art form. Mm-hmm. He said you like smash the vase and then you put it together, but on the cracks you use like a colorful gold paint. Um, so he has all these navy or like earth, earthy toned, slate toned vases, and then he puts them together with metallic paint, which looks pretty cool. But I also noticed that like the rest of his room also matched the color scheme of the vases. <laughs> I was like, what is his Pinterest? Like all his books are also like blue, gray, yeah.
0: no, a hint yeah. of gold. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? This movie is very. Sort of color themed aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. That's totally. the
1: only that's the only thing that bothered me actually. Now that I'm looking back, like that's the only one that I was like, oh, you like went too hard on that. <laughs> um we also meet his sister. So his sister is a woman in STEM. Yeah. Uh she's basically a woman in STEM meme, right? Like she yes. basically
0: relates everything to like STEM. <laughs> okay, you're right. That is bad. And also she's only ever in scrubs. Yes,
1: she's always in scrubs. She's just broken up with someone, and so she talks about, while she's, like, sobbing, she's, like, talking about her neurons.
0: Um, I don't really have any, I don't really care. Like It feels weird. And his, actually, I will say his whole family setup is confusing, because at first I was like, oh, those are his grandparents, because they seem really old. (laughs) And I was like, that's her, that's his mom. Because, again, they're too old. She seems old, much too old for I was just kind of confused about. I was he's thrown. He's just the youngest. He's just the
1: youngest child. You're just used to them
0: casting people like our age as parents. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, but also like it did feel weird for her to be like, "I'm gonna go into my little brother's room and sob about my yeah, breakup." Yeah, I don't. That's not realistic to me. Um,
1: so something that I think the book maybe elaborated on more, because like when you look up, when you look up um synopses of this movie, it describes him as a hopeless romantic. Yeah, and that's like his thing. And I would say he's, like, poetic, but I actually didn't really find that. Like, he says a little bit, like, oh, my family, like, my parents, like, basically met in high school, and I've been in love ever since, and they have, like, a great marriage. But when he says that, he kind of sounds like he hates it, and that's not what I...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would not say he's romantic. If anything, I would kind of say that he has no traits, except... (laughs) Like he is very generic and and just sort yeah. of doesn't have a lot going on. So there I was
1: like, you I think they should have axed the sister and just like focused on how like his parents don't understand. But anyway, but I did want to point named out the movie Chemical Hearts. They'd have to come up with a different <laughs> oh, yeah. name. Oh my god, it just clicked for me now that like that's <laughs> why it's called that fuck. Okay. Um I did want to say, like, there's a scene where his friend texts him and it says, like, Hey, saw Grace at the track doing some pretty weird shit. Better go now, bro. And I wanted to ask you, what weird shit would you be doing at the track?
0: <laughs> oh, man. Is that as a teen or right now? As a teen. <laughs> well, I did run track you can, you for can say semester. Right, you can say right now. Yeah, but this is like, I assume this is at like 9 o'clock at night. I guess I would be... Uh... Yeah, I would just be running around the track. Issa, I'm not interesting. What would you be doing?
1: When when they said that, I legit thought she was like I don't know. Like I thought she was not physically on the track. I thought I guess I guess I thought she was like under the bleachers,
0: which he <laughs> did go under the bleachers. He was oh, yeah, like true. creeping and crawling true. under the bleachers.
1: Um, I would be uh like taking a Oh, I would be trying to rollerblade on the track. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> um it turns out to be a sad scene but i did think that text was a weird way to introduce it
0: yeah uh, yeah that's fair also like if she like if she was genuinely concerned about grace she probably should have just gone up and been like hey grace are you okay because grace is trying to run we find out that she was a sprinter and then she falls in like Beats herself with her cane, and we get to see some really good acting from Lily Reinhardt. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't necessarily know if like, I don't know, I, I have no experience with having disabilities, so like, I don't know if someone might feel a little like that scene was unrealistic or whatever. Like, I was like, would she, would she be there if like this was not her school, and like, is she, does she, she doesn't even live near school? I don't know. She, is, I, what she's, I would say is school.
0: what was strange to me is that she seems to struggle with walking. So the idea that she could sprint is or like run period. sort of far out of her range at this point. So that felt a little like it feels a little like masochistic what she's doing not. And maybe that's the point.
1: Yeah, that's true. <sighs> I do think like she's doing really well, but they keep giving her like monologues that are like really navel gazy about being a teen or being suicidal, which like yeah. they talk about at this point, which like I get why, but they should have just like edited them down to Agreed. like a few sentences. The
0: suicide the suicide thing was a little much and I immediately was like, "Oh, someone's going to die." Like that's what it felt like foreshadowing for someone dying, which doesn't happen. Um I also think teenage limbo is a really dumb theme. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I sucks. hated that.
1: I hated that which is which is decided upon here um I also think like limbo to me doesn't say like suffering which I think no. was more what they were trying to yeah. say like teenage agony <laughs> um or just like high emotions limbo is like you just like are not making a choice um I also really hated when they said I can't find the words when I talk and you can't find the words when you write <laughs>
0: Okay, it's so weird because I feel like I should dislike this more, but I just, it, it all really worked for me, and I feel like I started to like it even more now because their chemistry no. is growing, and I feel like they're so sweet together. And like I like, I do like their chemistry. There's I think scene, I like their ad lib chemistry. There's a scene where they pass each other in the hallway, and she sort of just, like, touches his arm, and their their faces are lit up, and you can just see their genuine happiness at, like, just passing yeah, cause each not, other. Yeah, because they're not talking. <laughs> No, they're talking. She says something to <laughs> no, 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 no. him. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. I will say that do. this movie is like lower energy than a lot of movies mm. we watch, and but I yeah. kind of appreciate that. Like, I did I feel like Lily sounded hypnotized early on, <laughs> but I kind of was into it. I think that's probably what. Um, I think that's what South Side with You is supposed to feel like
1: too. It's supposed to be like a dreamy, like because oh. it's just one day. Okay. So how can you make up the movie just one day? I do think this is also the part where he says something to her about like, I see flashes of the girl you used to be, um, Mm -hmm. which is like Mm -hmm. not a good thing to say to a depressed person. But my question question to you was, have you ever been really mad that a certain song was on when you were about (laughs) to kiss someone? (laughs) Not for the same reasons as her.
0: (laughs) But have you ever been like, turn that shit off? Okay. We... We Walter and I do have like did have a playlist of sorts, <laughs> and at some point I was like, we need to like this needs to stop because we've listened to it way too many times. You know what I, you oh, know like what I mean? the same the same ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, hmm, yeah. I'm so <laughs> anxious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I remember specifically being in college and like. Like, not noticing at the time, but like realizing later that we were like hooking up to like a- some Zed song.
0: No. But then I like
1: proceeded to like hear it in like every frat basement, like no. repeatedly. And it just felt like a bad choice. <laughs> and now I wish I had like run over and been like, turn this shit off.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not your mood. fucking, I'm not your fucking Vaz. That's what she says.
0: I don't know why she switches it to Vaz there. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay. Oh, good point. Okay. Grace shows up to the Halloween party in full-on lingerie and does a serpent dance. (laughs) (laughs) That night, Grace shows Henry her scars, and then they have sex. The next day, Grace drives Henry to a memorial where Dom died. Oh, Dom is her boyfriend. She says she wants to move on and puts a necklace on the memorial. Henry and Grace start a more public relationship. Later, on the accident- No, on the- (laughs) (laughs) i feel like when i mess up my reaction is to say no okay later on the anniversary of her accident grace doesn't show up to school henry runs to her house and ends up in her room only to find that it's dom's room grace explains that she had moved in with dom's family to get away from her alcoholic mom she has been wearing dom's clothes and had also gone back to the memorial to get the necklace. Sorry. Henry says okay, it's long. Henry says that he loves her anyway, but Grace says that she isn't ready. Ending their relationship. Back at home, Henry's sister comforts him by explaining the chemical reaction of love and heartbreak. Henry gets drunk and goes to Dom's grave, where he burns a poem from the book that Grace had given him. I forgot that the person's name is Dom. Oh, did my question was, did you want to be at this dance party? What did you think of the party? Um, it seemed fun. I was sort of thrown mm-hmm. off because Henry is like like it, okay, so he he's already kind of the the type of person who has like bags under his eyes, and then he was wearing he was wearing like panda makeup or something. Like he had black makeup around his eyes. Plus, yeah, he looked kind like of sweaty. He just kind so of no. looks kind of sweaty throughout this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's sort of like clammy and like yeah. grimy. Wait, so did you want to wait? First of all, the reason why there's a lot in this segment is because so much happens in this movie. And I like it. But also, did you want to go to that party?
1: Yes. I think for some reason, seeing this particular dance party, I was like, Ugh, oh, I I like want to go to a dance party. I think it was because like there was no complication of like, oh, whose house is it? Should we go, etcetera? Et cetera. Like there was no conflict related to the party. They were just like, Okay, we'll go. And I like
0: that and, she shows up she's first. She's so hot. Oh, she looks, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. she looks incredible. It's our first time seeing her in the movie with makeup on, with her hair done in a fucking brassiere. Um, I also like that. So Henry. <laughs> it's just a boussier dress. I know. She looks incredible <laughs> though. And she like takes, she's wearing sort of like a king's robe and she like mm, takes yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah. It's very hot. And then does this sexy dance. Um, so Henry gets super high at the party, which I've, I, I kind of like. Forgot that. The way that we, drugs are sort of introduced in this sort of nonchalant but like obviously it is a big deal to him sort of anyway and he goes to get some water and there's a full like a full stack of red solo cups but he's just like drinking the water <laughs> out of his cup pop yeah 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 I yeah I really like
1: that I do I do like I liked I liked the party I think like they they had some pretty real like people just hanging
0: out <laughs> like no one being too too aggressive or yeah. too annoying nothing crazy happens it's just a lead-in um, for them to have sex with yeah what did you think what did you think about the scene i really liked it um i feel like it's kind of it's a cliche when someone has a, a disability or a scar like in Bendit like Beckham*, where like showing someone your mm. scar is kind of this intimate act um yeah 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 but i i think they do it well i think there's always obstacles that come up in any movie but especially teen movies where you're not gonna show foreplay because like it's not like this heavily sexualized movie but that's not realistic like it doesn't feel realistic for them to just be like okay we're going to have sex i will take off my shirt now
1: (laughs) my main my main complaint was that she takes off her shirt and she's like go get the condom and then when they're like when they're like lying on top of each other, not at all putting any space between their bodies, he's trying to put it on. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, how do you put on the condom when you guys are literally stuck together? Like, that's I my wonder... only
0: <sighs> That's my only complaint. When and that I... was over, I was like, why? I feel like it was so that they could show it from that angle and like cover her boobs. Like, yeah, I, I wonder I... if there was something about like
1: they just didn't want to have a lot but then like but then but then they were like oh but we have to tell them to get the condom so it's a psa <laughs> true true true
0: yeah this it, is it was yeah it's an issue that comes up i think time and time again um that being said like <laughs> i did think it was sweet I yeah, don't yeah i just think so that's, into the only thing,
1: that's the only thing that took me out of it i think because i think the actors do have chemistry i think like Mainly I was like, just don't have her say the line. I think most teens of this generation know to use birth control.
0: Oh wait. I didn't hear her say that. She says wait. like she's like, Do you have a condom? And then she's like, Okay, go get it now. And I'm like, oh, Now wait, you did wait, so she doesn't say in the movie I think most teens of this generation know Oh sorry <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: no, that would be I was incredible. saying, just don't have her say the line. I know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, that's uh, fair. okay. And then, for me, like the reveal that it is
0: Do- Dom. Dom's re- Dom? Dom's family. The reveal yeah. that
1: it was his house. Like that was the main interesting part for me. Like also that like they grew up together and she's like really close with his family and it's not just like some other popular guy. Like that was that was pretty interesting and I almost wish like I had more time. With that, like I, I was kind of the minute it happened, it was almost just like, and now it's over.
0: Yeah, that's fair. It it definitely came as a surprise to me, and that scene was really it was a good reveal. Yeah, upsetting, yeah. and something this movie has that I feel like other movies of uh, that are similar to it don't have is that it feels very genuinely sad. Like before I fall, I didn't really feel sadness <laughs> for her. The wizard character, and then like Paper Towns, I did not feel sad for the girl who goes running away, but Grace is really clearly struggling, and they don't—they don't make her quirky. I mean, I do think that like yeah. a koi pond is
1: vaguely quirky. That is the quirkiest,
0: yeah. But that's the quirkiest. It doesn't part. come off that way. Like it really well, comes other off people- like she's struggling.
1: Other people will think that the quirky part about her is her mail-coated clothing. <laughs> right. Okay, my question, my question is um would learning about chemicals from a woman in
0: STEM have helped you at this age? Okay, I have a note here. <laughs> I think it's so forced for Henry. Okay, Henry has just broken up minutes earlier with this girl. Yeah. And her his sister's reaction is to like basically tell him that he'll he's sad cuz of chemicals but he'll feel better later which is not what you want to hear when you just broke up what you want to hear no. is like that really sucks like let's hang out
1: no it's it's i think it was really annoying to have that come up i think they're just doing it for the name i don't i don't know why they wanted to have that and then also the poetry stuff like yeah, it were really, like we want to we want the science
0: teens and the art teens. You know what? Now that we're talking about it, that whole section is super unnecessary. Like they could have yeah. cut it completely. Take out take out the sisters. Just named it koi pond and <laughs> this would be a better movie. Um
1: yeah, I I do think like the the one time I've heard someone talk about that is like when people I think it's more helpful to talk about stuff like that when like people are like I should be moving on by now, and I'm, like, still sad. Like, weeks after or something, like, I or months after. Like, I I still feel so depressed, like, what's going on? And then it would be helpful to say, like, hey, there might be actually, like, brain chemicals fucked up, and, like, that's why. Like, it's, like, when you logically know you're not supposed to be sad anymore.
0: But, yeah, I agree. Like, you don't want to hear that immediately after breaking up. Because he, he probably wasn't even at that point yet. I mean, he pr- he hadn't even processed it. It had truly just happened. She
1: was also dating her resident and she's like a trait She's like, or no, sorry, her attending and like she's a resident. And I was like, ooh, they're like mixing in a little Grey's
0: Anatomy. <laughs> okay, we can move on. We can move on. All right. Dom's dad texts Henry that Grace is missing. He finds her in the koi pond having a meltdown in the wedding dress that she was supposed to wear when she married Dom. She says that the accident was her fault because she'd been teasing him. She drops photos and the wedding dress into the pond. Later, Henry finds out that Grace is taking some time, time off school and leaving the paper. They don't talk for the rest of the year. For the last newspaper issue, Henry writes an article about how you should look at everyone and remember that they survived being a teen. <laughs> on the last day of school, Grace, in normal clothing, tells Henry she is taking a year off to focus on therapy. They hug and she slips the poem that he had burnt into Henry's pocket.
1: How did she find it? Because she always goes to the grave. But did he leave it there? Yeah. Oh,
0: I didn't realize. I thought he just
1: burned it in this room. I think the point okay. is that like
0: she went to the grave, saw the poem, and was like, "Oh, Henry was here." Like Henry, mm. Henry's really cares about me. I think like my okay. First, one of my problems is that they keep getting into the koi pond <laughs> like multiple
1: <laughs> times. But I, I think like I like reading reading like our like your your write up of like the sequence of events. I almost think like the. I agree with you like I feel sad for her like genuinely and the storyline is understandable for her but it, maybe I just like don't like the execution cuz I I do feel like this movie is sort of made up of like deep conversations and monologues and like mm. while it's good for like watching their acting like it sort of starts to feel repetitive mm. um and so like I almost wish they had done less Having long speeches because then this wedding dress scene of her just crying and talking about everything would have been more of a like she's finally talking about it mm. and like processing some of it. That's a good point because um, they
0: do they they don't have a lot of like quick back and forth.
1: Like yeah, th- there's not a lot I of sort that. I have
0: missed that. Um, I will say the wedding dress part of course lost me a bit because I just don't understand why children are getting married. It's also a bad dress. (laughs) It's like, I get why they did it because it is this like kind of shocking image and she looks beautiful, but I don't think it was necessary. Like... (sighs) I, I, I wrote that like it could have been a prom dress, but I realized that that would have been really stupid, but I just- Why? I think it could have been okay. I just don't like- sh- they, just, they just didn't need to get married. That's always going to freak me out. Yeah. Like they did And not- it's also like, why
1: does she have it? Even if she thought she was going to get married to him, well, why that's would my she point. have it? I was it. like, oh, like, they're going to
0: get married now? Like in high school? Yeah. Also super rude to litter in the koi pond.
1: Yeah, stop getting in this pond. Like these fish already have like <laughs> Take a your low dress. chance of surviving because <laughs> they're they're so hard to make survive, and it's like bad to get. You know, they always told us like it's bad to get in swimming pools with your clothes on because it clogs up the filter. Mm. Like that's what they're gonna do to these fish. Um, I also thought at the end of this movie, I think it was supposed to be like he could fall back on his best friends. Like they're the good relationships in his life. But like he doesn't really connect with them that hard for the rest of the movie. He's like hanging out with them and then he'll go hang out with Grace, but like nobody talks to
0: him. <laughs> yeah. I mean we don't get a lot, we don't see a lot of what happens. We're just supposed Ed to Ed Sheeran figure that. character
1: <laughs> has no lines. Yeah. Uh, but he does wear and glasses. He, and then, yes. <laughs> like Ed Sheeran in real life, I think. And then he and um Black Best Friend touch foreheads yeah at the end? i knew you would bring that up do you <laughs> have you and adrian ever touched foreheads like that the thing is we as have
0: we absolutely oh, to comfort,
1: have to comfort each other
0: no just for fun okay that's different <laughs> not in any it's like not as deeply... not as earnest yeah, yeah. no no have, have you touched foreheads with anyone i don't
1: think i have and like maybe that's a problem we could we could do that <laughs> if you want um yeah but but that was something at the end i was like oh maybe they should have maybe any of his friends should have been like hey buddy you're like you need to give this girl some space
0: yeah i don't know i I don't know i'm so conflicted about that because like i love how tight tight this this movie is i I, do like the like i don't want to add anything else but the friendships they seem um just not fleshed out because they aren't period but I'm also kind of like, that's fine.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe if he, if he hadn't had the touching foreheads.
0: <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be talking about it if it weren't for the foreheads. Um, at the end when Lily comes to talk to him, I'm like, oh my god, she looks incredible, and it's just because she's wearing <laughs> fitted clothing. <laughs> she's literally wearing like a cotton T-shirt. Yeah, like. I was like, oh my god, she just has like good. She has like good um. Like boobs and arms to like wear she has a tight a very, shirt.
1: I also think she sort of has a very like um like classic like almost like period body like she like she looks like a period drama girl. You know oh, what I'm talking about?
0: I don't know what you're talking.
1: Like very about. like ugh, like like she would look good in like Pride and Prejudice clothing. Yeah, agreed.
0: Make it happen. Maybe I'm just saying and she
1: has good boobs. Yeah, she's just like
0: <laughs> she just has a really nice body. Um, I also wanted to point out that there is a scene of all the kids reading the school newspaper, which
1: never I didn't never. find realistic. Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. Um, I do love that it. I okay. The ending. I like the ending. I, the ending is that she's gonna go to therapy, which she needs to do, and um, I don't have to wonder about what these characters are gonna do next because I feel like they both are doing what they should be doing. Like, Mm. there's not not something crazy happening. Like, he's not like, I'm going to stay with her. And she's not like, well, I'm going to go with him. Like, they're both just doing what they need to do. (laughs) And what they deserve. And what they (laughs) deserve.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. I I mean, I think... Yeah, I, I don't have any problems with the way it ended, actually. I think, like, uh, also, like, a lot of the more annoying, like, monologues and stuff don't happen in the end, which helps. And also, like, the adults sort of, like, take it in hand, and they're like, all right, she's taking some time off from school. <laughs> like, I
0: guess like, that reassured me.
1: Her. Yeah, it sort of reassured me that they're like, ah, this makes sense, and that could, like, give a cue to the kids to be like, yeah, she probably wasn't doing okay. Cause like I feel like no one, no one was really telling this guy like this girl is not okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's actually okay. I wanted to talk about two big, I guess, issues with this movie. Even though okay. I think it's clear that I, I really liked like it, it yeah. more than I w- thought I would. Okay, my first big issue is the premise of this movie is that being a teenager is very painful. But they're sort of equating Henry and Grace's experience and they're not the same. Like Grace is traumatized and like very yeah. unwell. She's Or the, not like any teenager. Yeah, I mean she's <laughs> – and like if this happened to an adult, you would also be traumatized. I mean she's really, really struggling and Henry is just kind of normal struggling. So yeah. I would say that's kind of something they don't – like maybe what you're saying is – if they had had one of his friends be like, she's not the same as you, she's going through something different that you can't understand, that would have been yeah. beneficial. Okay, my other issue, which honestly, I don't care, it's fine, but this is <laughs> this this movie falls into the like genre of generic white boys who are kind of bored and looking for inspiration meeting a traumatized girl who teaches him a lesson, and there's a few things that stood out to me, like the secret spot the dead loved one. She goes missing. She's mysterious. And the boy gets to have an adventure. And I don't think it's manic pixie dream girl, but it's sort of like a sibling of that.
1: Yeah, I almost like, it's kind of weird because I was thinking about this because we just saw the trailer for what's going to be
0: Girl Meets World. Do you mean he's all that? (laughs) He says out of frame.
1: <laughs> we just saw the trailer for uh He's All That, which is going to be the gender-swapped <coughs> remake. And something I appreciate about that premise is that it's not someone trying to get into college. <laughs> it's not I do I do think like a lot of teen movies now have to pick a side. They have to either be like really traumatic and about someone getting hit by a car or like moonlight and like very bad trauma happening to you. Mm. Or they have to be, you're like a very privileged person and you're trying to get into college. And it's like, there's gotta be a middle. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe the middle is, he's all that. (laughs) God, I hope. that. I'm not saying that that movie is definitely gonna be good, but I'm like, where's the middle of those things that's not gonna, that's gonna still be like light, but is not but does not have to be like stupid. Where where do you think spectacular now falls into this? That's true. That's well, that's I would argue that's like real like alcoholism is real. That's true. Like issue. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a real. <laughs> real trauma. Real. I'll say it's real. So, I think like something that's like if you're saying like okay, the point of this movie is that like teens magnify things cuz their emotions are running high, then it should just be like kind of normal norm core teen stuff happening to them but they're really freaked out mm. i'm trying <laughs> I to know. i'm like I,
0: actually, I don't i i'm I don't know the answer to this question i literally am like what's the middle i like, went through the list of movies that we watched because they are they are starting to blend together for me and i'm <laughs> i'm like is it amanda bynes movies like what movie will will we be like this maybe, is it. maybe maybe amanda perfect. maybe like she's the man like that's the middle <laughs> i love that movie <laughs>
1: I also love them. I, I truly am like, cause so many of our recent like I'm thinking of um, I'm thinking of Tall Girl. I'm thinking of like Paper Towns. Other...
0: I this was felt that's similar. True. The Maybe they're just running one. out of like
1: teen, teen um premises, and all the teens just want to go to college. But that's so, that's so depressing. <laughs> Should we wrap up? Yes.
0: <laughs> Jane, is this movie good or bad? I think it's really good. I think it's better than the Rotten Tomato score <laughs> suggests. The acting is excellent. What's the score? Like 60%. I think it deserves okay. like a 74. Um, it felt genuinely emotional in a way that most of the movies we've watched didn't. It is heavy-handed at points there are metaphors um but overall it gets away with it i think i don't feel the same <laughs>
1: no i think i mainly just like see the same things you do but the bad things eclipsed more of the good things for me That's like fair. i didn't i didn't buy into and and i did like the actors and so i think like the movie sort of shoots itself in the foot a little bit mm-hmm. but i also think like yeah i but I, but I appreciated how contained it was. I think
0: it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Second, do you like this movie? I do like it, and I will watch it again. I think this movie is better than I like it. I think I don't like it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I had a feeling you didn't like it because of your message to me. Because I was like, I will reserve what I'm going to say for tomorrow. Yeah. I think that... I also just
1: I think I was excited to see Lily and it maybe like pumped my expectations too high but I also I don't know if I like Austin Abrams as much as you do I kind of was attracted to him which was crazy well I think I'd rather have him be the character in Euphoria than who he is here and in Paper Towns which is just like nothing. Like they don't they don't they don't really give him anything to work with mm-hmm. in those two things. So I kind of miss like getting him. him to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Euphoria he's kind of interesting. Anyway, um what type of teen is this movie for? Sad teen. I agree. I actually do think deep teens and teens who love Tumblr and like infographics with, like, talking about how people are, like, stars. Yeah, that's that's so true. that's That's who this is for. It's also a New Jersey movie.
0: It's a New Jersey movie. Dude, we didn't talk about that. Okay, first of all, I did want to say I thought this movie was going to be terrible, so maybe that's why I liked it so Mm, much. I truly thought. Like, I had different expectations. Like, I didn't let Walter watch it because, like, I didn't want to sit through him being angry because I thought it would be bad. Um, And then it is New Jersey, and it's set in a town called East River, which I assumed... Was real and I was like, oh, it's Central Jersey, like Tom's River. And then I looked <laughs> it up River. and it's not real. And it's very clearly, f- like, it's set in my hometown essentially. And their high school straight up looks like my high school, but it's not my. Oh, high it's school. not
1: Tom's River.
0: I don't think so. I don't think East River is real. Um, that's okay. What are what um what are you watching these days? That's not this that you also like. I honestly am barely watching anything, but I did finally catch up with um. <laughs> White Lotus, and (gasps) saw the butt eating, and I just love that show so much.
1: Yeah, I really like the actor who plays Armand. He was in HBO's Looking. He was not Australian in it, so I did not know he was actually Australian. I like the other guy. I like
0: Luke Gage? Gages? Who does he play? The, the, The guy that he takes advantage of. Oh yes, he's also a Euphoria alum. Yeah,
1: I mean the show is still going on. All these Euphoria stars, I'm so happy for them. You know, I have like mixed feelings about Drake, but like I really do think they picked good actors because like all of them are like popping off. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Drake had nothing to
0: do with that actually. So,
1: oh, not the actors, yeah. yeah. But it's like before is like his thing. Um, I'm I actually watching... have no idea
0: how he's involved. Like, what is he? I'm watching him? Anyway. Um,
1: oh, I think he's. I think he's like. Doing concept stuff. I think I'd love to be in the room for
0: that. He probably says a lot of stuff, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so they're like, yeah, yeah,
1: sure, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I watched um uh,
1: upon recommendation from our former guest Craig Shapiro, I started watching Dark on Netflix, a German sci-fi show, and it is very good. It does have, like he said, a lot of confusing, like too many characters. But something that the show has that is really, really handy and that I wish shows like Game of Thrones had thought of there's this, there's like a family tree that you can look at on their website, but you tell the website which episode you're on so that it doesn't show you any spoilers in the descriptions of the
0: people. Isn't that cool? That's very cool.
1: So before it shows you the family tree, it's like, what episode are you on? And then it shows you just the info that you know so far. Mm. So good. What a good tool. There is also the question of whether TV shows should be that hard to understand.
0: <laughs> I couldn't do it.
1: But I do think that like for me, it's more just like having a hard time telling like white European people apart. Oh, so absolutely. I do, think, I do think other people would be able to watch it and keep track of them because there's a lot of like, oh, this person in the flashback is them as a teen, mm-hmm. which is actually pertinent to us. There's a lot of teens in this show um there's a lot of cheating in this show actually um and (laughs) sci-fi um but that that's what i'm watching right now and then i just finished season three of friday night lights and i cried (laughs) because oh here's where it ties back to our movie there's a plot there of this one girl who's like not sure what's gonna happen to her in her life and like people have really low expectations of her and she sort of like defies everyone to apply to college and just like really tries to pull up her get her shit together pull up her grades and like make it into college and like, there's still like a whole process of her being like, "Do I really want to do this?" Like, you know, like maybe people are right, and I'm just like a stupid bimbo. <laughs> and she makes it to college, and it's like the it's, it's a college. good payoff. It's like a really good payoff oh, good because for like, her. there's stakes to going to college right. there in that world. Anyway, I you know, it's not it's not the the fault of this movie that like too many too many movies are about people going to college. Uh, Jane. Guess what our Patreon subscribers did this week? What did they do? <laughs> they passed us some notes. Let's check them out. All right.
0: Here's our first <laughs> note. What were your teen shows when you were a teen?
1: Oh. Um, I would say the biggest like teen genre show for me was One Tree Hill. I really liked I really liked Chad Michael Murray in it. <laughs> Which is weird. I just I don't like the other guys in it that much and then I like all the women in that show. Mm. How about you?
0: Um I did watch Gilmore Girls. I don't know if that qualifies as a teen show. Mm, yeah. And I definitely watched like the sk- Skins, which is very much mm, a teen show. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I was I I started watching it when the American version came out, which is to say I'm a lame o.
1: You're a poser. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm a poser.
1: <laughs> I also watched, um I watched a lot of anime, like even into my teens. Um, and then I I watched um I watched a lot of Lost, which is like not a teen show, but I was like at a perfect moment where I was like, I'm smart. <laughs> this show is incomprehensible and I love it. But the characters are so good and the actors are so fun that like that's just how it was gonna be do you want to read the next one yes i do (laughs) sorry i was thinking if i had other shows i wanted to
0: talk about the truth is unsurprisingly i watched so much freaking television and i still do you didn't have any favorites that's okay um okay next question was there some place you always went with your family on vacation if there wasn't (gasps) What has been your favorite vacation?
1: Uh, My family was a big, like, beach vacation family. So, like, I would say more when I was a kid, but like, even into my teens, we would go to the beach a lot, which is easier in the Philippines, but also just like go on a vacation with my extended family a lot on my dad's side. And so, I would see my cousins a lot into my teens. And um, you know it would be a great like dynamic of like adults go off and you know, I'm sure drink together and then teens go off and do shenanigans. I was probably I was probably not drinking yet when we would go on most of these. I remember we used to always like um, rent this big house um, in like a fairly mountainous area and that was like the one non-beach thing we did. and we were all convinced that it was like haunted by like traditional Filipino like monsters
0: and like spirits, <laughs> which are very cool
1: um which are very cool but I was very afraid. Like mm. I was I was about I was probably like 12 or 13. I was like very scared that like if I was caught alone at night like outside like the demon would grab me. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what would happen but like something bad would happen.
0: What about you? <laughs> my family was the opposite. We we hate the beach. We hate <laughs> the beach. So the way my family would do vacation typically was that we would well we my parents would pick a city and then we would go and go to museums and go out to eat and go to a stand-up show or go to an improv show. Um, and so my favorite, uh, we had a lot of fun when we randomly did like a Chicago, but it was Chicago and then Cleveland and something else that didn't make any sense, Ooh. which is so like there was a lot of driving, but I don't know. Honestly, family vacations remind me of stress and fighting. Um oh going to Montreal was very fun. Oh you went you went with your family too.
1: I didn't realize that. Um I feel like I can sort of remember the turning point at which family vacations like became something that took stress away from me into something that like were stressful inherently yeah. and I just remember being like fuck like does this mean I'm growing up? <laughs> That's just, like, a very, like, a big turning point in my mind. Um, I I will say that, like, watching White Lotus, the teen boy who, like, is always on his phone or, like, trying to play his Switch, like, that was my brother. We would always go to, like, be a beautiful beach <laughs> and he would just be, like, any chance he can get that he is not required to be at dinner talking to us, he'd try <laughs> to just, like, be playing. But, like, but still sort of, like, hanging out beside a pool or, like, on the beach, but, like, with his video game. Do you recognize <laughs> like- that actor? yes woman in the window (laughs) woman in the window i was like i know this kid he's actually i think he's incredible he's so fucking good in white lotus it's actually insane that it's the same actor yeah um i don't have a favorite vacation i always love the beach especially
0: when i get to see any little fishies should we move on okay yeah those two questions were from jason thank you jason okay ah next question which i think It's from Emily, the teen of the week. Nice. Were there bleachers at your high school? Did you spend time underneath them? And if you did, what were you doing? I do feel like we're being teased here, and that's okay. Because we didn't get laid. No, because she's (laughs) making fun of the title of our podcast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you have an answer? Okay. So the bleachers outside are cement, as in like fully cement, I believe. Um and then the bleachers in our auditorium were the kind that kind of like went in and out and so they mm-hmm. felt rickety and scary to go underneath so all of this is to say I didn't go underneath the bleachers. I did. I did. It's funny to say. It's <laughs> Oh, okay, you know the Lord Song Solar
1: Power mm-hmm, in the start mm-hmm. she says boys and girls yes. onto the beaches, but for the longest yes. time I thought she was saying Under the Bleachers. Absolutely. And I think we should just rewrite the song. Um, I So I don't have a, a, a story about being under the bleachers, but I do have a very evocative bleachers memory that involves a boy. Don't get too excited. Nothing happens. But um, so I, th- I think I told you this, that like um, when I went to an all-girls school, like once a year we would have like a family day where like... Um, people's families could come on campus and that was like and you would like like a school fair type thing there would be like booths and maybe games and that was like one of the only times you would see boys on the campus so we were all excited and I remember one year I was really hoping my crush who went to my brother's all boys school um, but was like in my year and it was your brother year, I was I was really <laughs>
0: you had a crush on your brother
1: the the, the girl from um the horse movie yeah.
0: The world I was we like make. what the fuck
1: is it called? The World We Make. <laughs> um th- my crush was coming to cuz he also had a sister at my school and that was but, his like, crush. like we didn't have we didn't have cell phones. Sorry. I'll shut up. We didn't have cell phones then or like I would never have just, like, texted him and been like, where are you at? (laughs) Like, you know, it was just like, I'm just going to see. If I see him, I'm just going to hang around all the places he might be. And I I waited the whole day. I didn't see him. I didn't see him. And then at, like, five when we were, like, getting ready to go home, I, like, walked past the bleachers. And he was, like, sitting there waiting for his sister. And I went up. I was like, am I going to? Am I going to talk to him? Like, am I really going to talk to him? I went up and talked to him, had like a very short conversation. Nothing happened. It was a good conversation and left. And I just walked on air for like three weeks. Yay! <laughs> like, I was just so happy that like I had like five minutes with this person. It's wild. I love being a teen.
0: <laughs> I love it to this day. Uh, okay, final question. This one comes from Kason, and it's a tricky one. Netflix surprises everybody and announces that they are actually going to make a second season of The Society, <gasps> except it is now a crossover with the Kissing Booth series. <laughs> what do you think will happen to the Kissing Booth characters? <laughs> they all,
1: okay, I think the crossover is that they they find out that like, you know how they in The Society they're like trying to find if there's any other town
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they find one house, but it's. Noah and it's the Flynn's house and like all of the characters from the kissing booth are inside and like the same thing has happened to them so they're all stuck in there
0: which one is dead (laughs) I was gonna say I hope they're all dead Um, but they do (laughs) they do keep just like hanging out in their pool (laughs) they still keep jumping out of the window and into the pool I think Noah and
1: his brother one of them they'll like try to kill each other they like just they don't get along if there are no parents one of them is going to kill the What's
0: other. Noah's brother's name? <laughs> and also, I don't know. Uh, Noah's brother. And then also, there's like the new Marco, Jason Mraz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot the Latinx Jason Mraz. Okay. I think Jason Mraz would go hook up with like Selena, former guest on the pod, because mm. they're both beautiful. And he's like, oh, I can do better than Joey King. And then. Joey King's character who I'm also... What? I'm also forgetting her Lee, name. Lee. Lee. Oh my Lee god, Lee. And L. Lee and Elle. <laughs> they have the same name. That's confusing. Elle would like be a big, very positive and then someone would shoot her because she would be like <laughs> too happy. That's what I think. I I think that Jacob Elordi
1: would like get along with like the like terrible people from the society. Oh yeah, he
0: would join... The guy with the gun who, oh, I I realize that we're lots of spoilers, sort of, but. Maybe Lee kills him. Oh, okay, okay.
1: (laughs) I'm just thinking of like the really traumatic scene in season one where like everybody is yelling. They literally act like they're going to kill each other. Like it's just really terrible. Very
0: dark. So you're just saying the Kissing Booth characters like get in the mix.
1: I don't know if they'll, like, I think they'll, like, keep to their own because the Kissing Booth characters strike me as very, like, California, West Coast, and all the Society characters are very East Coast to me, mm. and they'll be like, mm, West Coast, Best Coast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Jane, do you want to talk about our upcoming movie? Sure. You've heard of it. We've both seen it. <laughs> it's Perks of Being a Wallflower. I actually haven't seen it since it came out, so I'm really really. Excited. I unfortunately watched it within the last year, so now I'm like not <gasps> that excited to rewatch it. That was me with Nick and Nora, I think. But um, it's
1: also uh the actor the actor who's in it who's in a lot of stuff now. Logan Lerman. Um, no the the friend that's not Emma Watson. The queer dude. Mm-hmm. Like. They're just, like, blowing up a little more, and so it's it'll be interesting to go and back. Because I
0: remember this movie was, like, one that a lot of people were like, oh, I love them. Like, they're cool. Oh, also, and then they got in trouble for maybe beating up a fan. I do remember now. I don't know. I don't know if there was a resolution <laughs> to that. Uh, who knows? That was under the bleachers, our yeah. podcast about t teen-
1: we would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts.
0: Don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our uh, subscribe to our Patreon to
1: kick us some support. Especially if you can't get enough and you want to vote for movies or ask us questions or uh <laughs> tell us what you were like and whether you would be our friend at patreon.com under the bleachers pod okay we will see you next time under, under the, bleacher. the bleachers.